Hello everyone, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together to discover ourselves through our heritage and sharing our experiences in the diaspora. I am your host, Jackie. Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together as a community to discuss, share our experiences and learn from one another as Africans in the diaspora. And my name is Jackie. Thank you for watching and listening to my previous video or podcast. If you've not had a chance, I'll put a link in the description box so you can go and listen or watch. And this week I'm going to talk to uh, Brian. He's going to tell us a little bit about himself and also his experience so far in the Netherlands. Welcome, uh, Brian. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, where did you grow up? I grew up on an island in the Caribbean. It's called mm-hmm. St. Lucia. St. Lucia. Okay. Were you yeah. born there? Uh, no, I wasn't born there. I was born in the Netherlands, but I did actually grow up my whole life in the Caribbean. In the Caribbean. Okay. Yeah. And how was it growing up there? How was the life there? Well, uh, yeah, people, yeah, normally people think it's an easy, easy, nice, chill life over there. Yes, there is a lot of sunshine, but there's a lot of rough things to the sunshine over there. Rough things like like what kind of rough things? What yeah, kind of well, ideas should we get? Well, this, I'll just generally define it as mm-hmm. third world. Yeah, third world. So there's a lot yeah. of poverty there as well. Yeah, exactly. A lot of struggles. Okay, exactly. okay, yeah. okay. And how was it growing up as a young person? Were you, um, well, were you privileged? You know, very more privileged than other kids. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the thing about my upbringing. I was in. I call it upper class, middle class, and lower class. Upper class, yeah. middle, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were in between. Very varying life over there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I would okay. say mostly uh, grew up within the, let's call it the middle class setting. Yeah. Middle class. At least your own is better than some of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for example, ah, we took it like that. You can't complain. <laughs> yeah. Where in St. Lucia did you grow up actually? I uh, grew up uh, in the northern region of Sinus. In the, okay, okay. And when did you get to know that you were moving to the West, to the Netherlands? Well, that was the thing. So, like, growing up there, we sort of, like, me and my siblings, uh, we sort of all knew that ultimately we will end up going to the Netherlands. Yes, mm-hmm. it, just because we were born there. So, it was almost like just... Uh, a life preparation to go to the West. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, first, sorry, let me go back. Um, why did you actually move from the Netherlands to St. Lucia? Why did you grow up there, actually? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my father actually comes from there. So, uh, yeah, when I was young, my parents just decided that they, they wanted to go and live over there. Okay. And then you later came here to just study exactly. yourself. Okay. Yeah, At what yeah, age did you come? I came here when I was 17, together with my brother. No parents? No, no, no. How old was your brother then? Uh, I think he was 18 or 19. Ah, and your parents allowed you guys, they trusted you guys go and study? Well, yeah, we, we did. Uh, we do have other siblings who, who already made that trip before us. Oh, so okay. it was more, yeah, they were fully confident that, yeah, if things happen, it can be taken care of. Yeah. Okay, okay. But before you were moving to, you moved to the Netherlands, what, what were your expectations? Of the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> well, as you know, I come from the Caribbean, so uh-huh. just the very common things. Uh, I think number one was, yeah, just 
Yeah, the whole coffee shop, uh, marijuana setting. That was basically all we really know about the Netherlands in the Caribbean. We don't know much about the Netherlands. Yeah. Only we. We, we did. Yeah, we the um, cow's milk. Not that's much. All. Yeah. But I think that's because I come from the British Caribbean. So we're not really oh. in tune with the Dutch world. Oh, yeah. But didn't you do any research or something? Couldn't you like see a bit more broader, like, I don't know, broader light or something ahead of you? Like, okay, maybe when I come here, I'll do this. I will do that. Nah, to be honest, it, for me, I just like really generalized it. I just thought of, okay, I'm going from third world to first world where everything is big and grand and great. That's and rich. Generally, <laughs> exactly. Well, when That's, you go to the Netherlands, how was it for you from someone coming to, uh, for someone coming from a third world? To yeah, first so, class world or something. Yeah. Like that. So one thing in the beginning that I I would say I kind of struggled with because like I told you I, I grew up mostly in a middle class setting. Mm-hmm. So coming over here and people already having that perception that you may come from, like yeah, from from real poverty or or something like that. It it, it was kind of like a little bit strange. So you sort of got that treatment. Whilst you felt like, okay, but I do see the world almost in the same way as you. So, yeah, kind of confused here. Yeah. And how did you go that treatment? Were people asking you <clears throat> questions about how you grew up and if you were poor or something? Well, um, yeah, let's put it like this. Uh, I did once have a, a class about cross, uh, what was it called? Cross-cultural uh, awareness. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it was a lesson about stereotyping where a teacher thought, uh, yeah, they would use me as a, as a nice example of stereotyping. Um, and wow. then really thought that I actually came from a specific area in the Netherlands. And then I thought like, yeah, but I'm sorry, but I don't know the people who you're talking about. So I can't really relate to your example. Who, who, who was the teacher comparing <laughs> you with? <laughs> Yeah, she was, um, yeah, basically stereotyping and showing, like, yeah, so people like him uh, commonly grow up and come from Amsterdam, Belmer. And then I was like, oh, where is Amsterdam, Belmer? Mm-hmm. Sure, what you're talking about. Yeah. Where was the school at that time? Where were you living? Uh, I was living in Amsterdam at that time. Yeah. University of Applied Sciences, Amsterdam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were not living in the Belmer, so you didn't know. No, what no, no. To... Actually, okay. at that time, I was living in the west of Amsterdam. So, like, okay. everything on the southeast part of Amsterdam, I was, like, completely unaware of anything. Over there. Yeah. Okay, so things like that. Wow. Yeah. So, like, you wow. get placed into a category, and then you're like, okay, but what is this category? I'm not really sure what it is. Yeah, I guess generally that when people ask or yeah, ask me where I'm from, and I say the Caribbean, that they already have, like, predetermined image of all your interests and what you can do and what you cannot do Mm. so it was like a bit difficult for me to come here and then newly have people define what my life should be Mm. so then yeah like yeah sorry but i'm i don't want to settle for that Mm. (laughs) yeah like i can see you are you are well lighter than me so as you, so <laughs> i assume you i don't know maybe i don't know are your parents uh yeah, my mother uh, is generally what yeah, people would refer to as white okay my mother is uh, black 
Okay. But when you came here, were you, um, well, seen as a white person or as a black person? That's the funny thing. I I like that you asked that. Um, So, yeah, generally in the Caribbean, I am seen as a white boy. And here in the Netherlands, I am seen as a black boy. Mm. Uh, That's very confusing for me. Okay, how does that make you feel when people, yeah, you know, when people choose what you are? Yeah, I generally, I just feel like I just get stereotyped by those things. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, for instance, over here, uh, that's a very weird thing over here. I find, like, especially in my in the beginning, um, a lot of the experiences which I had was like, okay, um, so if you see me as black, does that mean that you're defining me for lower class? That is a bit mm-hmm. off. And I always seemed a bit off, like you would sense that people feel like you're a bit less knowing of what's out there just because they categorize you as black. Mm. And then, yeah, it's just very a weird thing to go through. I'm, I'm coming from Ghana and in Ghana, when you are, well, when one of your parents is from the West and you are, you know, mixed, mm. um, they also see you as a white person over there and you get a lot of privilege, like, the oh, yeah. privileges are so many. Everywhere you go, mm. you go, you get special treats, man. Mm. You you basically you know get everything. You, yeah. You, you 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 are you get treated better than other people who are a bit you know whose mm. skin color are darker than your own. Was that yeah, the, was that the case in Saint Lucia for you? Um. Well, I don't know about treating better, but that may just have something to do with me personally. Mm. Yeah, as a teenager, I was quite troublesome, so I don't think mm-hmm. I got better treatment. I honestly, I find it a little bit difficult to answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. But when, you, but um, you said you were you were troublesome, and um, mm. were you troublesome at home or at school or in the neighborhood? Oh, everywhere where I could find a place to be troublesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> were you punished, or were you always uh, were they always like you know that child is always like that, so never mind. No, no, no. I was, uh, I was definitely punished. I was used as the example okay. to be punished. But, uh, so you yeah. didn't get the special treatment or something like that? No, not necessarily. No. Oh, your own is good. At least they gave you straights. In my yeah. country, for example, even if you misbehave, those so, so, ah, he's white, so you know, white people <laughs> ahead. That's how they behave. So just just leave it. So yeah. your own is good. Your own is good. <laughs> so when you came here and you were perceived as black, um as a black man as a black person did you then did you accept it that you were black or were you always did you always resist it and said no i'm not black i'm brian you know i'm not mm. black i'm not white mm. i'm a human how was that for yeah. you well i mean in the very beginning to be honest uh, coming from the Caribbean, being called white uh, practically most of your life and uh, being stereotyped for that also which is not very nice always um Coming here and being called black for the first time, I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Finally, I can be black. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I can also understand yeah. that part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, probably a lot more than people like me probably have the same experience. But, uh, yeah, I mean, afterwards, after some time, you start to realize, yeah, this labeling is not necessarily positive. And do you feel that you have to choose between the two? Um, I did once upon a time feel like that, but to be honest, as of recent years, 
um, yeah, I just decided. Yeah, I'm me. I'm Brian, and I'm mixed. And where are the mixed people at? Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. I can tell you, a lot of mixed people. And I do have also mixed friends, mixed people. I don't mean like some people get honestly, honestly. Some people get um insulted when you call them mixed or biracial mm-hmm. or. Where I'm, where I come from, we call we actually call them um, half cast. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So some people don't mind. Some people really get offended. So mm-hmm. they are like, just say I'm um, I'm half this and half that. Just call me like. But it's, for me, it's for mm-hmm. someone like me, it's a bit difficult to you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defi- yeah, I don't know how. Yeah. So how how do you to be yeah. called? Do you want to be called biracial or mixed or half cast? Um, well, to be honest, I. Uh... I want to be called human and, human. and that's it. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Now I just, in recent years, I, uh, personally, I just don't believe in the labeling based on color. I just don't okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. And some of my friends who are, um, well, one of their parents is, uh, it's come, uh, it's from the West it's white. So let me put it that way. Mm. And the other parent is black. They also face these kind of problems a lot. Sometimes they, yeah, they feel like they have to choose, especially mm. when they are like with their black families. They are always being, oh, yeah. you know, it's like you're not enough, so you cannot be black. You know, you are not, mm. you are not like us. You know, then they always have to like yeah. prove themselves to be part of them. Yeah. But also when they okay. come to the white side, they're like, well, you're not really white. Better, it's better for you to go to, you know, the other side. So it's like yeah, it's this constant struggle. They are always like in between and. Yeah. Some people actually get depressed because they feel like they're not accepted anywhere they go. And some people mm-hmm. like, maybe like you, they're like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Brian. I don't actually care. Uh, what people uh, I mean, I mean, there is a point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, yeah, I'm Brian and I choose not to identify myself with any race. But yeah. hey, uh, that's something that I've taught myself. And then before you know it, you become a little bit of an Einstein. Yeah. So then a you go your own a, road. A little bit of Isolganga. Yeah. What does that mean? So it's like you're you're your own, you're your one person, and you do not align or affiliate. Mm. So you become just your own warrior, call it. Mm. And yeah, I don't think I I won't say I won't tell everyone. Oh yes, please choose my way. It's the best. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It also has a considerable weight to it as well. Okay. Yeah. Do you have advice for people like you, people who one one parent is from, you know, a white and other parent is black? Do you have advice for people like that who are maybe struggling with their identity and stuff like that? Mm. Well, um, honestly, my advice to people like that is see it like this. You have the best of both worlds. Mm. You actually have the best of both worlds and you have it all in your hands and you are actually difficult to control everything. Yeah. I wow. personally feel that people might disagree with me, but mixed, mixed people, black and white, are the most privileged in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. Honestly, I think so. I think so, but I'm sure people would definitely disagree. They'll be like, no, it's more white people who are more privileged and stuff like that. But I think mm-hmm. mixed people have the most advantage because they yeah. can eat from both sides, you know? Exactly. For me like this, I can't eat from my only one side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how was the study uh, life here? Because I assume it's 
totally different than in St. Lucia, you know, here in the Netherlands, people are very strict, well, strict, you know, yeah. like they're very straightforward. They speak their mm-hmm. mind. They don't sugarcoat. They don't go, you know, through ways to, you know, they are very yeah, straight. Yeah. And so how was the study life here? And I mean, uh, initially study life, when I just started up and tried it out, it was quite difficult because, yeah, I think, I think that had more to do with the time when I came to the Netherlands. And like which year time, was that? Uh, 2010. Okay. Um, and I feel at that time, not necessarily racism, but prejudice was still a thing here, very strongly, sort of. I mean, a lot of people would disagree with me because Netherlands is known as an open-minded country. Um, but still, I still felt that way. And I do feel as of recent, like after 2014, 15, sort of, it's like the Netherlands became a more open and so, uh, yeah, in the beginning, yeah, it was uh, definitely uh, a struggle, um, which also impacted my studies as well. Oh, in uh, which way? Yeah, in the way, like, first ever study that I just felt so uncomfortable. I said, no, this is not for me. Was it that bad? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah, Amsterdam? Yeah. In Amsterdam, in Amsterdam, oh. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, uh, ultimately, I uh, came to schools. Um, and then I started to find like a completely different type of people. So I also feel that that had, that had a lot to do with the type of study which I chose to do. Okay. So well, did you I, change course the second yeah, exactly. time? Exactly, well, to exactly. what, which yeah, studies? So, um, at first I began with uh, international business. Um, but yeah, I think maybe a lot of people know what type of people you can find there. Um, but then afterwards, I decided to change to tourism, oh, something okay. which was more in my lane. I come from a very touristic uh, place in the Caribbean, so it was more in my lane. And then you also started to notice, oh, this is a different type of people who I'm meeting oh. here in this study. Um, and I would say I feel like that had a big influence on me prevailing and getting uh, my studies done. Yeah. Okay. And the second school, where was it? Was it in uh, Amsterdam as uh, well? Uh, yeah, so the second school, which I did ultimately, uh, was in Deventer. Oh, Deventer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. So that's uh, even huh? deeper into the Netherlands, but yeah. yet still more open-minded. That's what I don't get, Ross. Amsterdam <laughs> is the multicultural, you know, city. You have different type of race there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> Not that I don't doubt you, obviously, but like I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm. No, but that's that's. Wow. Uh, I, don't even I know think any... I think also that's also a personal thing of me. Um, when I look at all of my Dutch friends or Dutch acquaintances. The people who I relate to the most are all from small towns or from the east of the Netherlands. Mm. So, yeah, um, I'm just going to I'm going to label it and I hope people don't get offended. Mm. The farmers. I relate much more to these types of people. So people from Hardewijk, people from Deventer, from Overijssel, from Limburg. That's the type of people I relate to. But mm-hmm. I notice in the Randstad, I don't relate to many people. But because, you know what was you were saying? You said in Amsterdam, at, in the school, you know, there were a lot of racial stuff and stuff going on. And you think that you 
you kind of get a bit maybe scared and you move away from Dutch people and you go maybe towards more like, you know, you find like, you know, you go and yeah, you yeah, look yeah. for the black people more to, you know, be around. But okay, so, why so? Feel, honestly, I feel like the reason is just because like, okay, I come from the Caribbean. We have a lot of rich heritage. And so in the Netherlands, when you go more to the countryside or what they call the Plotteland, mm-hmm. There's also a rich heritage there. So I feel like people with heritages connect better with each other. Okay. Yeah. I see that you have um, dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. So if when you are with your friends who are from the, well, countryside, mm-hmm. don't they ask questions? Because- oh, yeah. I, I do get questions. I do get questions. And the judging part, yes, it does start. Because, yeah, they see someone coming. They say like, oh, this guy comes from the city area. And so they already generalize you or categorize you into what they know of people with that type of hair in those cities. Mm. But then quickly, they, you know, you start to speak to them and then they notice like, this is a different type of person. He speaks very differently. And he actually doesn't come from where we thought he came from. Mm. So then you already see they're, they're much more open to it. And then obviously they ask about, you know, Rastafarians and all of that. I, you know, I enlighten them a little bit on the practices of Rastafarians. And please allow me to say this. I am not necessarily a Rastafarian, but I respect their values and I carry out that lifestyle. Okay. But it doesn't mean that I share the same belief. Okay. But so it's so- a liberty which I respect and carry out. Yeah, so uh, let's put it like this. If we put it in a religion aspect, no, I am not religious. Mm. Yeah. But in a life aspect, so the way you carry yourself and your mind, the positivity in your mind and that such, those things, that is what I embrace. Did yeah. you have it since the Caribbean? Uh, as a teenager, I wanted to have dreadlocks, but my mother told me, no, 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 because you will get a you will get into a lot of trouble on this island with dreadlocks. In yeah. in St. Lucia? Yeah, so that's the thing about the Caribbean. It's very two-faced. Where Rastafarianism comes from, or well, sorry that I say ism, Rastafarian is not a ism, it's Rastafarian. Um, yeah, generally it's, 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 a, it's a diaspora which was birthed over there, but there is a lot of prejudice on it by its own people, own Caribbean people. Yeah, basically pressing it down. Yeah. Wow. I've, so... I've had an experience during, uh, during my studies, actually, where I uh, applied to do an internship at a well-known hotel chain in the Caribbean. And I was... I uh, had my interview with actually a German uh, German national person who works over there in the Caribbean, uh, who themselves was very embarrassed to tell me that they could not hire me because I'm sporting dreadlocks. What? Yeah. Why were they, I don't know, were they, did they think that, you know, if they hire you, you will scare the guests away or what no, is just it generally about the, the Rastafarian? The, I don't know. It's generally a weird thing in the Caribbean. Rastafarian, the whole lifestyle comes from there, but then at the same time, they, yeah, 
they put a, a bad stigma on it. Yeah, oh, wow. bad stigma on it and they push it away so uh, hence why bob marley talk about a bald head culture mm. so you have in the caribbean a very big bald head culture which is uh yeah i just think it's the traumas uh, resulting out of colonialism which a lot of caribbean people do not realize mm-hmm. is still controlling them yeah. wow i would rather i would rather think that in the caribbean maybe 90% of the men, I don't know, will have, you know, um, dreadlocks and stuff like that. But okay. Wow. But were you eventually able to find an internship? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, eventually, okay. I did my internship here in the Netherlands. And that's when my eyes started opening to, uh, let's call it a open-minded world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing about the West or about the Netherlands that I also like. Um, before moving here, um, I also didn't really know that much. But when I came here, I realized that I I, I would say like my eyes opened, you know. Yeah. I got to know a lot of stuff. We get to know different cultures, get to know how to interact with people and stuff like that. I do yeah. I do understand what you mean when you say that. Okay. Where, were you, okay. where are you most happy? Here in the Netherlands or in the Caribbean? Mm. Yeah, so difficult. Or which one thing. will you choose? Yeah, to live. Um, actually, honestly, uh, I would still pick the Netherlands. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why so? And I know a lot of probably ninety-seven or ninety-nine point nine percent of all mixed people would probably say, "Yeah, I know the Caribbean," but I'm very different when I'm coming. Yeah. Why would you choose the Netherlands over Caribbean? Let's just put it like this. Um, I'm, I think I'm still following that road towards more freedom. And the freedom which, what, what I define as freedom is, is learning. Mm-hmm. Awareness of cultures, of differences, of similarities even. And in the Caribbean, you only have, yeah, mostly Caribbean people are connected to their own diaspora but here in the netherlands you have all forms of people so you still keep learning and getting to know different cultures without even being in the country of that culture Mm. yeah so yeah like i said my freedom is defined by what it is my knowledge what it is i learned from Uh, and this one will probably cause a controversy um I've always said when I retire, I wish to retire in the north of Sweden. In the north of where? Sweden. Oh, from yes. the Caribbean to the Netherlands mm. to the north of Sweden. Yeah. How so? Yeah. Well, like um, I've, uh, I've I've gone to Sweden a few times, um, seen the culture, meet the people. I just love. I love their being. I love their liberty. I love their lifestyle. I just, I just like the culture which they embrace. And the part about going to the north of Sweden is about just escaping, escaping the normal, mm-hmm. escaping the normal, getting more in tune with, with a different form of nature. So I think yeah. they are super friendly. I don't know if you know how uh, Swedish people greet each other, but that is the happiest greeting I've ever seen in my life. How, how do they greet people? I've never. It's just like, hey, hey. That is the formal way to to greet someone. 
So, hey, hey, double hey. If someone says that to me in the morning, they will look at you. <laughs> Just imagine six o'clock in the morning, you're running to go and get your yeah. trainers. I'm like, hey, hey. Oh, please. <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you Maybe gone I'll back like... to the uh, Caribbean since you came here on vacation? Uh, no, that's not uh, gone back. Don't you miss it? Mm, no. Oh, no. wow. <laughs> ah, you just, I feel like someone just shot uh, me. <laughs> the way you said no. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. No, but I, I just think that this just has to do with my personality. I have an exploring personality. So mm. I keep wanting to go forward. Okay, not stay in one of, place. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. It wouldn't be like I'm going backward if I'm going to the Caribbean. No, but I just want to compete, continue going forward. Okay, yeah. but would you like to go there on vacation some sometime again? Or well, I I, I mean my uh, my uh, my partner does. My partner oh, your does. partner is from there. No, no, no. My partner is uh, also a mixed child, but uh, a different type of mixed child. Um, and yeah, she does take interest in going there. Okay. Um, me personally, I'm I'm not ready yet. I still want to explore a little bit more. Okay. But I do know one day. One day. One day, one day. Yeah. But you... any final words, any words to any special person? Uh, is, is there something that you're doing that you would like people to patronize or look for, look out for? If there's anything, just put it out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a personal advice towards anyone, regardless of color, or race or anything just believe in yourself yeah just believe in yourself everything that you can already define in your mind that's something that you can achieve yeah if you're able to conceptualize it then why not try it Mm. yeah Mm. it's so simple keep it easy keep it simple for yourself easy if you see it then everyone will see it yeah very simple advice short and powerful (laughs) I like that. Have you finished school yet? Have you? Are you working now? Yeah, I'm working now. Okay, that's great. That's great. Ah, you've become a real Dutch uh, person. You really integrated (laughs) into. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, for coming on here. I really, really do appreciate you. And brothers and sisters, like I've already said, um, if you have any story to share, you're also coming from Caribbean or Africa or South. uh, Well, South America is the Caribbean, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All those islands. I don't that everything together is the Caribbean, right? South America, the islands and uh, the islands are the Caribbean. South America is what you call Latin America. And uh, they join them together as Latin America and Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, hey, wow. Okay, I didn't yeah. know. Hey. I think we mostly define that by languages. Mm. Yeah. Mostly. Okay. Okay, we have learned something today. Thank you. Thank you for that lesson. <laughs> so when you're so if you're from Latin America, Caribbean, yeah. Africa, you grew up there and you moved to the West, you have a story to share, please do send me a DM on my Instagram at Afritalk underscore pod or send me an email at uh, send me an email at um Afritalk at gmail.com and that's all i have for you do please do subscribe click on the notification bell comment like and share this video with everyone and i'll see you in the next one bye
Thank you for listening to the Afri Talk podcast. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with everyone you know. For more amazing stories, stay connected by following me on all social media platforms. Find me on Instagram at AfriTalk underscore pod, on Twitter at AfriTalkPod and on Facebook, AfriTalkPodcast. Or you can send me an email at AfriTalkP at gmail.com. AfriTalkP at gmail.com.